Welcome to Standing Strong Ministries podcast with Dr. Sean Strong. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. Good morning and welcome to Stronger Every Day, where the coffee is strong, but the Word of God absolutely makes you stronger. And God always has your miracle in mind. Happy Friday to you. Hope you're having an awesome day today. Just want to come to you and uh, give you a shot in the arm before the weekend. And then we'll be right back here on Monday morning at 1130. And God is doing awesome, mighty things for the kingdom of God. And uh, it is it is time for just God's people to really advance in this season. And uh, I just want to give you guys an opportunity uh, to really uh, come to the presence of the Lord. Uh, this coming weekend, I'm going to be at North 27 starting Sunday and going through Wednesday. Uh, I will be there Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Uh, I will be there at Sunday night, 6 p.m. And then Monday through Wednesday, 7 p.m. nightly. We want to give you an opportunity to come and experience the glory of God. And we know that every person uh, that is in these services, I believe God will meet you there and change your life. Come with an expectation. Also, this week I've really been pushing for you guys to really download the app. Uh, we have a Standing Strong Ministries app. We want you to be a part of it. Uh, we want to keep you involved with us as much as possible. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody knows that we are uh, definitely uh, just a part of your life, and we do that through the app, and we make sure that everything is uh, hey okay, and uh, it's a good way to connect with us, do Bible plans, Keep up with the itinerary, uh, watch Revival Strong TV, which leads me into my next announcement, uh, Revival Strong TV. It is amazing. God is doing great and mighty things through it. Um, we had one of the pastors uh, pay for a whole year that was actually, that's actually on the sh- that's actually on Revival Strong TV, and I'm so thankful for that. What an outreach that is, and um, we are thankful. Uh, that uh, that pastor was, uh, they know who they are. We thank you for that. But we also thank you for being on our program. That program uh, is, uh, every program is generating people's faith. I'm really excited about it, really happy about it. And uh, just glad that you're you're here with us. And uh, on, but man, that Revival Strong TV is powerful. You could you can literally uh, our ministry is putting out the gospel 24 hours a day. And uh, I want to uh, also re- remind you guys that right now we are doing preserving Pentecost. Uh, partnership and uh, we want to advertise that as much as possible Uh, you get a bible uh, one of our partner bibles and then you get your name on a plaque uh, in my prayer room and once we get all of those kind of together we'll put them in there and uh, that's that anybody that will stand with us for fifty dollars a month for a year or more and uh, they will uh, they will get their name on a plaque and and a partnership Bible and uh, whatever happens uh, it, it you'll be greatly blessed. Well, I want to talk to you guys today. Oh, wait, one more thing. If you've not followed me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, all of the social media outlets, please do so. Uh, we want to make sure that we connect with you and stay connected with you on a personal level, and uh, we we really want to be connected to your life and to what God is doing for you. All right. I was uh, kind of uh, thinking about what to do today's broad uh, to do to do uh, to today's show, and um, I really just wanted to talk to you guys about four solid anchors 
uh, in life, four solid acre anchors in life. One thing I've found out about uh, life is it's complicated. Life can be complicated. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of things that happen, a lot of situations that take place. But I'm not really sure uh, exactly um, to what end. Um, we give the devil too much credit. Uh, he doesn't deserve any credit. And so I want to be careful that we're not uh, magnifying a bigger God uh, in the devil bigger than our God. He's not a God in the first place. He's a measly devil. So I want to make sure that we're not making a big God uh uh, or, or making a big devil versus a big God because the devil has already been defeated 2,000 years ago. But sometimes uh, we in life, we have to remember that there are some things. And in Acts chapter 27, and uh, I'm going to look at a few verses, um, but I, Paul was headed to Rome. Uh, this was Paul's final few months on the earth. Um, he ends up in Rome under house arrest. Now, you talk about favor from God. He ends up in Rome. He's on house arrest. Everything in his life up to that point has been kind of hectic. But he gets in. He's on his way to Rome. And uh, he gets this thing called El Recladon, which is a crazy name for a storm, right? So he gets into this storm and... Um, and he finds himself that uh, he finds himself in a crazy, crazy situation. And this storm shows up. And uh, while this storm is happening, these guys on this ship are beginning to wig out, and uh, they're beginning to act kind of crazy, act kind of weird. They want to. They're 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 panicking. And uh, all of a sudden, in Acts twenty seven twenty five, listen to this verse. It says, "So take heart, men, for I have faith in God. It will be exactly." as I have been told. I want you to put this in the comment section. Here's the first anchor that I want you to understand in life. Uh, have faith in God. Simply have faith in God. You know, everybody seems to want to put faith in systems. Everybody seems in this generation to want to put faith in people. Everybody seems to want to put faith in uh, a church. And and we should in, in, in its own right. But really, faith is simply believing in God, right? Uh, James 2.19 says that you believe that God is one, you do, uh, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Even the demons know that God is real, okay? Uh, that, that, that's what I call a uh, demoniac faith, uh, demonic faith. You have, you have faith over demons, right? That even, even the devils know that there's a God. And then I believe you, you, you know, you, you gotta have saving faith, right? Which is Acts 16, 31. So they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved and your household. Not only do you have salvation for you, but you have salvation for your family, for your household, for your children. And their children's children. That's the believing faith. Then I believe that you have like a miraculous faith. Uh, that's when you step into Mark eleven twenty three and 24. Uh, verse 24 says, Therefore I tell you that whatsoever things you ask in prayer, believe that you receive them and you shall have it. it or uh, in other words, it's yours. It's already belonging to you. So this is important that you understand that there are different kinds of levels of faith. But simply having faith in God is a powerful anchor to remember. I don't have anchor in a system. I don't have an anchor in the government. I don't have an anchor in my friends or my family, but I always have an anchor in God. 
Here's the second thing I want you to notice in this story. In Acts 23, in Acts 27, verse 23, for this very night, therefore stood before me an angel of God to whom I belong. So once you have faith in God, then I want you to to remain in God or belong to God. Put that in the comment section. I belong to God. Put that in the comment section. Listen, Paul declares his ownership to these men on the ship. He's like, look, guys, this angel showed up in whom I, I who, who, and this angel automatically just shows up. And then he, the crazy things happen. He said, this angel belongs to God of whom I already belong to. He is signifying that I belong to God. Okay. Uh, and, and let me tell you something. If you, if you wonder right now how you belong to God, it's simple by adoption. You know, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of kids in this generation that seem to not have a grasp of 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 what it means to have a father. An orphan spirit has really uh, hit our generation. But one of the things that I'm amazed that we and we really need to grab a hold of this as children of God, as children with no fathers, or children that are struggling with relationships. You belong to God by adoption. Uh, I, w- I want you to. I want you to. I want you to get this, man. First uh, Corinthians. Uh, this is verse nineteen. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, to whom you have from God? Well, in other words, He made you, right? And then verse twenty. For you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. You belong to God because He bought you with a price. The moment you become saved. You belong to God, all right? So so this is, this is a huge thing here. We need to really grab a hold of this and get a hold of this concept. Here's the next thing that I, I think Paul really came to a realization. He said um, in Acts 27 and 23, For this very night there stood before me an angel of the God whom I belong and who I worship. He simply served God. It... This is an anchor that we must remember, especially right now. I want you to listen to me. I know many of you are watching on this Friday, and I want you to listen to me. This is powerful. It's not enough just to know who God is. It's not enough just to have faith in God or believe in God or belong to God. You need to serve Him with your whole heart. It is imperative right now that you understand there is a valuable lesson to be learned. Churches need to be full with people that serve God and with sinners that that don't know him yet. But churches need to be full. We need to get back to church right now. I said that the other morning on the broadcast, but on this Friday, I'm coming to you and I'm telling you today that this is the day that the Lord has made and you will rejoice and be glad in it. You serve God right now. You you work for God. You discover your assignment. You discover your purpose. Um, I really believe that you find out who God really is and you find out what you really do for God in the local church. A lot of people want to know what we're doing. Well, how do I do this? How do I get there? How do I, how do I know what my purpose is? You find, here's the, here's the first thing that every Christian ought to do. Find where your church needs help. Find something that you can do there and feel the need. Man, I feel that. Don't you? serve him. The Bible says that you'll love the Lord with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your body. And uh, that is serving God. And here's the last thing that I want to show you that Paul did that was that was highly valuable. 
I'm going to read uh, verses, uh, I'm going to read 24. He said, do not be afraid. You must stand before Caesar. And behold, God has granted you for all that who sail with you. So take heart, men, for I have faith in God, and it will be exactly as I have been told. Let me tell you what he does here. He stands for God, okay? He stands for God. And I want to tell you that this, Paul was so confident in his storm that he knew it was impossible uh, for him to be taken out until he had fulfilled his assignment. He stood for God in the midst of adversity because he knew God's not done with me. God's not finished with me. God is not going to end my life. God's not going to take my life. God's not going to remove me from my life. He's not going to take me out. Why? Because he has an assignment for me to, to fulfill. This is imperative that you know that right now God has an assignment for you on the earth and you can stand for him and no weapon that's formed against you is going to prosper. No enemy is too big for God to take out. No plan of the devil is strong enough for you to be taken out by the enemy because you have an assignment. Man, I feel those of you watching me right now, you need to understand that the enemy, you can stand for God because the enemy can't take you out. That's imperative. It is so imperative that we can stand for God. You know, there's some questions uh, that this generation really needs to ask. And they're hard questions. Um, and they really don't have anything to do with political affiliation as much as they do morality and, and where you are in, in, in moral support. Um, and I, I want to encourage you guys to take a stand for what's right. Not what, not what an agenda says, not what a people say, not what a group says, but what the Word of God says. And, and I think if we're not careful as Christians, we float the line. We, we, we tote the line and we, we almost become uh, our own worst enemy. We almost become our own worst adversaries. Because what we would rather do is, we would rather, we would rather use the term, ah, well, don't judge me. And I get that. I understand. And I, I understand that, that, you know, it's not our place to judge. And I understand. But I do want to tell you something right now that God... God is moving on the earth. And right now, the Lord wants to stand up and he wants you to stand up. God has done his part at Calvary. Now it's our job to remain faithful, to let the Spirit of God and courage rise up in us. Uh, Joshua and Caleb had to have some courage. Twelve of their peers said, there's no way we can take that land. And they said, listen, we're going to stand for God right now because God said we can take that land. It wasn't the popular thing to do. It wasn't the uh, everybody else is going to do that with us. It's not the, it's not the, it, it wasn't the, the way of the group or the way of the people. But I'll tell you what it was. It was a step of faith. And there was, there was uh there was a little bit of delay there because people were not ready to take a stand for what God had for them. Moses is dead. 
There's now a new leader. And finally, Moses. Listen, this is powerful. Because Joshua and Caleb, I mean, they're, 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 you know, their efforts to not go in the promised land was delayed. But Moses died. Joshua is now the new leader. He knew what God said. He got courage and he went over and took it because God told him he could have it. I want to encourage you guys today and uh, remember these four strong anchors in life. They're simple. Have faith in God. Belong to God. Serve God and stand for God. All right, and I want to uh, I want to give you an awesome Friday. I tell you we love you, we honor you, we appreciate you. Pray about being a Pentecostal partner, uh, preserving Pentecost. Uh, pray about that. We desperately are believing God. Uh, we're asking for 120 this month uh, and every month that somebody will stand with us uh, at fifty dollars a month for a year, and uh, you get a Bible, your name on a plaque, and there's simple ways to do that. Go to our website. Uh, you can hashtag donate watching the show right now on Facebook or Twitter. You can also go to uh, the app and you can donate that way. You can also text the word strong to 888-364-4483. You can also cash app or Venmo me. Uh, cash app is dollar sign SSM strong. Venmo is at SSM Strong. So we we know the blessing of the Lord make rich and add no sorrow. We thank you for being a part of our family. Remember, we love you and uh, have an awesome day today on this Friday. Have a great rest of the day and uh, we honor you. We appreciate you. And remember, something good is going to happen in your life today. See you Monday right here on the show at 1130. Welcome to Standing Strong Ministries podcast with Dr. Sean Strong. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. 